0: to the unlucky frog gaming podcast uh, you are joined by your usual hosts josh hartley and ben porter ben how are we doing
1: i've had a bit of a weird day oh weird how well you know you just have weird days yeah well but, well, but well, right, okay. something in particular then but, so there was a specific event and it was uh-huh. at the start of the day so that kind of if that, if,
0: it gets you off on the wrong foot. If
1: something weird happens at the start of the day, that's like tone set. Uh-huh. so everything else feels a bit weird thereafter, right? Right. Yeah. 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 So, um, as you know, I'm an electrician. Hmm. Um. So we we were working in uh, sheltered accommodation today. Okay. Um. And we we went in. Uh. The manager, the the normal manager, wasn't there. mm Hmm but there was this, like, older guy there, like, quite nondescript glasses, bald. Mm -hmm. And uh, my my dad, because I work with my dad, um, he goes over to speak to him. Naturally, I go with him, and he's... My dad's in the middle of explaining what we're here to do. Mm -hmm. And then the guy turns to me, points at me, and goes, I don't trust him. Right? I have not... (laughs) What? What? that's not a normal thing to do. Right, j- just to <laughs> emphasise how weird this is, I had not uttered a word. Right. But, you know, throughout the whole time I came into the building... Okay. I ...had not said or done anything. Uh-huh. And this guy turns to me completely unprompted and goes, I don't trust him. Well, did he explain why? No. But I just... He went like that. I'm only joking. And then I just looked at him. And he was like, "All oh, right," <laughs> And then, so... You can see he was getting a bit nervous because I mean, because you're six foot one million. Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm. I'm quite. I'm quite big, and I've I've been told that I can be quite serious at times. Yeah, quite severe of expression, <laughs> severe of countenance. I'm, I've never experienced that at all, Ben. No. Um, so he st- he was getting a bit nervous, and like he started like talking shit, and he goes like that to my dad. To, He's quite a bit taller than you, isn't he? <laughs> and my dad's like yeah he's my son Yeah. <laughs> so it's like this is all added to just so awkward <laughs> yeah. uh, so uh, you know he, he's flapping a wee bit like explaining mm. what's happening trying to gloss over that and then we're on the way out the door and the guy pats me on the back and goes sorry about that big man <laughs> It's like I just want you oh, to know I was only joking because you seem like the kind of guy that would take umbrage
0: oh my god so so you you had to deal with the most awkward person on the planet this morning yeah. basically <laughs> like but, first
1: thing this morning oh
0: god you you've you've had some rotten luck with people cuz you've had the yeah. just eat incident as well which we were meant to talk about on the last episode
1: so so the, the just eat incident that <laughs> I wasn't having the best of days right and then, this was
0: this was uh, the, the same day we were playing kingdom death and
1: you weren't enjoying Kingdom Death. Oh, I'm done with Kingdom Death. <laughs> I am done with that game. But more on that later. Right. Because um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to compare it to Fallout. Okay. We'll talk about that. But, um, yeah, so uh, Mark was over and we uh, we ordered KFC. Yeah, as you do. But then, like you'd mentioned earlier, I'm quite big, so I do eat quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and a portion of my chicken was not included in the order. Right,
0: okay. so Annoying.
1: I phoned them up, right. KFC have got terrible reviews because you don't connect directly to them, you connect to the Just Eat call centre. Okay. So after all this faff, like, Charlotte's uh, and my numbers getting confused. I remember
0: this, right, because you called Just Eat and did they put you through to your wife, Charlotte?
1: Yeah, so then she goes (laughs) like... I was like, hi, I'm phoning about the chicken. And then Charlotte goes, I'm in Perth just now. I'll put you through to my husband. And I'm like, Charlotte, it's me. And she's like, what? What? Charlotte, it's Ben. They've connected (laughs) our numbers for some reason. Yeah. And then you call them back. And then after that, I finally reached Just Eat. Yeah. And then the guy's like, you know, and I think he was Dutch or something. He's like, okay, just let me connect through to your account now. And he goes, oh, wow, you're a good customer to Just Eat. (laughs)
0: just get (laughs) basically just basically getting called a pie by the pie factory that is Just Eat (laughs) wow you're a fat bastard
1: (laughs) like even the Just Eat guy was like wow this guy Uh, this guy's pushing it (laughs)
0: look look, we we all have our vices and to be fair you're not fat no
1: so mine mine is fried chicken so that, yeah, <laughs> yeah they're, they're,
0: they're much worse yeah they're much worse anyway so 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 that, that concludes our new segment ben has a terrible time <laughs> ben,
1: <laughs> ben's weird anecdotes <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: welcome to uh the unlucky Frog gaming podcast and we were, we were chatting before we started recording uh tonight right like mm. uh, uh, You can tell it's coming up to, you know, Essen and, and, like, the Christmas period. Because, like, there is actually... I I feel like I say this every episode, but there is actually loads of stuff going on right now. And we're going to forget some stuff.
1: As far as releases go, it's definitely ramping up.
0: Yeah, you can tell. Uh, So why don't we just start on that and some of the big releases that are coming up. Uh, I think the most notable one that is... Well, would have just happened by the time that you're listening to this, yeah. guys. Last Friday, uh, the Transformers TCG uh, was released.
1: Oh, was it? Yes. Well, I, I thought that was November. No,
0: no, no. Um, according to our uh, pals Geek Retreat, shout okay. out, Declan, Um no, they put up a post saying uh, it's being released, uh, as of this record, as of us recording tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, okay, sure. So, um, Friday the 28th. Uh-huh. So, I am going to have to just
1: pick that up, I think. And, well, I, I was thinking the same. But I, yeah. I have just shelled out for Night Vault, so I might have to hold back a bit. <laughs> we promised Charlotte that we wouldn't talk too much about Night Vault. I'm so excited, Josh. I, I
0: know you are. I, know.
1: I am too. Yeah, I am too. Uh, so between the two of us we're going to have Night Vault and Transformers yeah, yeah. to try
0: out so so, um, so looking forward to giving the Transformers game a go obviously developed by Wizards of the Coast mm. who have a very good pedigree yes. with this sort of thing uh, of course speaking of Wizards of the Coast uh, the Magic the Gathering pre-release will have been happening as you are listening to this uh,
1: Guilds, of Guilds of
0: Ravnica Return to Return to Ravnica Return to Return to Ravnica Okay. basically. Uh, we're, we're back for the third time. But it does look like a really sweet set. Yeah. And the Ravnica uh, it's a fa- its a favourite setting. Well like you so. we
1: were saying yeah. popular enough to merit a D&D expansion. Exactly. So, so uh,
0: I think what we're going to do is if I manage to get along to one of the pre-releases I'll uh, uh, I might post-mortem. do a little, little segment on how I got on and what I think of the set. Mm-hmm. So uh, look forward to that guys. Uh, in terms of stuff that we've been doing, though, uh, what, what have we been getting up to lately?
1: Well, very quickly before we go into um, what we've been up to, um, as far as releases go, Reef will be out by now as well. Yes. That is from the people who made Azul. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the company are actually shifting their focus to abstract games. Okay. So, well, Azul
0: uh, was very popular. Yeah.
1: So oh. and uh, re- I've been hearing good stuff about Reef as well. So it'll be interesting. To see looks it. really nice. Yeah. Looks
0: very oh. pretty. Very pretty. Um, mm. um. And if the the component quality from Azul is anything to go by, yeah. Uh, I've got quite high expectations for that.
1: Yeah. Oh, Reef looks really nice. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. it is. It's all like uh, coral and oh. stuff like that. It does look nice. Um. So. Reef is on its way out um, Games Workshop have also announced they're doing another box set uh, yep. for 40k Will this just be in time for Christmas I'm guessing um, Maybe mm. yeah. <laughs> um, it's, it's called Waking the Dead mm-hmm. and uh, Space Marines versus Eldar and I think I think what actual
0: Eldar or Dark Eldar?
1: No, like Eldar Eldar. Oh right. Whatever they're calling them. Two kind of
0: two kind of good guy factions. Kinda
1: of good guy, but you know, space marines. Well Marine. space
0: marines aren't really good. Neither are Eldar.
1: Yeah, there's Space there's, Nazis, right? Yeah.
0: There, there's no good guys in the 40 K. Well the universe. Imperium is yeah. is evil
1: anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um so that's coming out. Apparently what they're doing now is that they're doing a box set. Is like, they're like chapters in a narrative arc mm-hmm. because they you just had Tooth and Claw, which was right. Gene Stealers versus Space Wolves. Yeah. So these are obviously selling really well. These box sets.
0: Well, they keep doing them. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so so um, and they they're generally speaking great value for money. So that's
0: true. Yeah. Good way of getting into the hobby. Yeah. So
1: that that's coming out, and I think we can expect to see more of these in mm-hmm. the future. It looks as though it's something they're gonna. They're going to keep doing, and then they they tend to have like one or two exclusive miniatures that you can only get in that box set. Yeah. So it looks like a, a, an emergent trend. Yeah,
0: from, well, from G Dubs. Uh, so look forward to seeing how uh, that
1: pans out in the coming yeah. weeks and months. And then by the time this will go live, the game that shall not be named, <laughs> <laughs> Night, Night Vault, will be out.
0: Night so. Vault will be out, and yeah. will be. Unboxing, sharing our impressions, yeah. uh, probably frothing at the mouth just to. Might do we Twitch a stream, yeah, maybe. 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 Uh, so yeah, watch the space, guys. Uh, watch the space. Yep. Um, so uh, w- things we've been up to this week. Uh, I-, I think we should. I, I want to talk quickly about Port Royal. It's not a new game by any stretch. No. Uh, but we got this in our latest crate from uh, Board Game Crate. Yes, we did. Which you can check out on our youtube channel mm-hmm. uh, and if you fancy yourself a cheeky discount from uh, board game crate yeah. uh, go go to their website and in the uh, voucher section just enter all one word all lowercase unlucky frog is awesome it's easy to remember because it's true
1: uh, yeah, definitely a catchphrase now. Yeah, well,
0: slogan. I think you the, they they say in the the biz. Do you, Do you, you a... feel
1: that catchphrase is somewhat derogatory?
0: No, um, I, I, it just makes me think of the game show. I love and, that show. And no, exactly. Kept, yeah. No, I, this is what I was getting. It's, if anything, it's a high standard to yeah. achieve. You know, the the Mister Chip seal of approval.
1: Like when I was a wee guy, I watched that every Saturday. <laughs> I loved that. <laughs> That and Noel Edmonds' house party.
0: Oh. Uh, they don't make TV like that anymore. No. No. I'm pretty sure Noel Edmonds isn't allowed on the BBC anymore. I don't know. Like, oh. Yeah. Oh, man. I, think, I think there was a fallout there. Okay. But, uh, yeah, one of the games included was Port Royal. Uh yeah. Which um, it, we'd never played before. No. Um, obviously, neither of us own it because it's not this, on this is the cool thing crew.
1: about... Shameless plug, the the board game crate <laughs> algorithm, yes, because it, what it does is it goes through your collection mm-hmm. and it it looks at trends in the types of games that you like, yeah, and it also looks at what you have and do not have. So it with board game crate it means that potentially you're going to get some uh, some gems, some uh, a little blast from the past that, yeah. that you've maybe <laughs> overlooked which is neat. But and
0: Port Royal I was uh, it was it was such a it's just a nice sort of easygoing game to play. There's a push your luck element to it because what you've got is you've got your your deck of cards uh, and on your turn you will uh, get cards out into the harbor. Yeah. But if you uh, get two ships of the same color, you scrap it all. And you effectively lose your turn, but you get, you get you get you, you you get more actions if you get more different colored chips. So you're incentivized to yeah. to keep going.
1: If it, it, it feels a bit like blackjack,
0: yeah, yeah, a little bit of that, uh, you know, uh, twenty one bust sort of thing. Yeah,
1: so there there's a degree of decision making, mm-hmm. but there is a lot of luck involved as well. But that's fine,
0: you know, if a yeah. game. You know that, that that's how the game has uh, set itself up, but I I personally had a lot of fun with it. One of the things I really liked about the game, actually, right? Uh, you get currency in it as well. The currency is just the it's face the card down backs. card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a little coin on the back of the cards, and that's what you use. Yeah, it's just it's, a neat little efficient
1: design. It's a little Aztec coin yeah. as well, so it's uh, very it all meshes nicely. But so. Although, although we said that about luck being a huge factor of the game, um, like I was saying to you, like I, I've been a bit scunnered the past couple of weeks. Yeah. Just you know, extenuating circumstances and things like that. Just you know, some some of the stuff that's been going on behind the scenes, and then also getting scalped a lot. Right. At games. Never but, feels good. You know, sometimes you just have a bad run, right? Aye. It happens to everyone. But um, Port Royal felt like a breath of fresh air amongst all of that. Like, yeah. E- even though I've I've not I've not won a game of Port Royal yet. No, I've won one, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can enjoy that and still lose it.
0: Yeah, it's just. If nothing else, laugh at the misery of your opponents. I, like, I love
1: your, your over the top reactions whenever you go bust. It's just.
0: Yeah, I, I get a little sweary, I must admit. Um, I don't know why. Like, but the thing is, right, I, I normally don't get wound up playing a game. But for some reason, it's like, oh, well, you know, I've got my third different coloured ship now. Surely I won't peel another one off the top. Ah!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Turn the but, air blue. Yeah, yeah um, but no, we
0: were, we were impressed by it. Not a new game, like I say. Uh, so uh, don't, please do don't have a go at us in the, the comments section if yeah. you if you're that
1: way inclined.
0: But uh, no, that it's was quite
1: uh, compact as well, so you can yeah. take it anywhere. You can set it up in mm-hmm. seconds. Um, and it, it's just a really fun game to play because the thing that we all said is we felt like we could play that with anyone almost anyone Aye. like even someone that's not remotely interested in games Aye, if there was like a 10 minute lull it would be like I've got this in my bag do you want to yep. give it a go so uh, so that's one of the
0: games that we've been playing, yeah. do you know what else we would play? we played a lot of uh, but sadly due to technical difficulties um we, we cannot share with the world because we had Justin from Bad Cat Games over and we were playing a lot of his game that's on Kickstarter right now. So Gladiators. There'll be a
1: link in the show notes. Oh, it? yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Gladiators is what we've been playing. Uh, the game of uh, gladiator... card-driven cl- gladiator combat. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had a... That was Saturday night. Uh, I, I pretty enjoyed... <laughs> Saturday
1: night's all right for fighting. Yeah, as, um, as John uh, Elton said.
0: John once said, and uh Elton John was uh, a Roman gladiator. Not not a lot of people know that. Well, he was
1: named after <laughs> Eltonus Jonas.
0: Eltonus Jonas. Who
1: who had like um a like a visor with yeah. like star shaped Oh my, that's
0: amazing.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Right, Justin, you've got a new stretch, girl. Uh. It's a fa- fa- famous Gaulic gladiator. Yeah, there we are. There we are. Um, so check out uh, check out the Kickstarter. We had a lot of fun playing it on uh, Saturday. Yeah. Uh, it it's neat. It it feels a lot different to other gladiator. Most gladiator combat games tend to be based around miniatures and dice. No yeah. dice involved with this. And the I, I like the card combat because it feels. Um, it actually kind of feels like a, a visceral, like close combat fight because you've got, uh, you know, I'll I'll strike you with my sword. Oh well, I'll parry that and then I'll do this. Well, I'll block that and yeah, know, it does feel. a, bit a, like... a it, It's quite a quick. Each round of combat goes quite quick and it feels. Mm.
1: I know I know satisfying. it's not necessarily the right term given the time period and all that, but it's got a sort of swashbuckling feel to yeah, it. Yeah, I know what you mean, actually. Yeah. Um you know, you've got the uh, the dueling cards mm. and like you're saying the counter moves and things like that. So w- what it does mean is that y- you can start the turn on the attack and end up a bloody mess. Yeah. That happened a few the- times.
0: Yeah. The other time the the other thing to bear in mind is not to like unload your hand really early because if you run out of cards your gladiator's knackered and he just drops
1: down it's like uh life of brian (laughs) 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 that's what happens right yeah
0: (laughs) oh amazing amazing uh so so what else have we been playing you and
1: charlotte have been playing more of fallout have you i have um so we we mentioned it briefly on a previous episode Uh, it's Fallout Wasteland Warfare, to yeah. use its, its full name. It's just come out. It's by Um It's, I think, it's their second foray into war games. They've got Afton Acht- Cthulhu yeah. was
0: uh, the, the first crack at it. But for,
1: first I'm aware of, anyway. yeah. Um, And, obviously, being able to secure a big brand like Fallout's a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, where it for the... F- were it not for the fact that you've got um, this whole co-op element, where like every every character card in the game has an accompanying AI card, right? Um, so that that you can play against them,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, because there are, I think over this last year there seems to be a glut of miniature war games all of a sudden. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, they certainly it's certainly picking up in popularity. I mean, you get the Song of Ice and Fire um, you've got the, st- the old staples, the uh, 40k Age of Sigmar, Warma Hordes mm-hmm. um, and then there's a, a whole bunch of stuff uh, through Kickstarter as well Yeah. so if it was just another skirmish game, I don't know that as much as I like Fallout that I would have been all that interested right what it's doing that makes it stand out from the rest is this co-op mode ok so um, I, I've i played just very... What I've done is I just used a basic scenario from the book. Mm-hmm. Didn't use any add-on rules or events or anything like, like that. Just had Charlotte and myself against the AI mm-hmm. just so that we could wrap our heads around that. And right. then my plan is later on to look at the settlement rules and all that because what I'm thinking is that it could scratch that itch that we've tried to with kingdom death
0: yeah yeah uh, the whole building your settlement and yeah. you know seeing the population grow and yeah. all of that kingdom death um i kingdom death's brutal
1: it, it is just out to shaft you yeah and the thing thing is some some people might love that i hate feeling powerless mm. in a game and kingdom death makes you feel like that a lot mm mm-hmm. and you know, you're you're told from the beginning not to become invested in your characters. But after they get a few successes, you inevitably do, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just a human thing. You become attached to them. And then they they'll just get taken out in one fell swoop of horrible things. Yeah. Which is what happened to um to my character the other week. And um I I, I feel that um the deck is just stacked against you in Kingdom Death a bit too much. Okay. I mean, like you take a game like Arkham Horror, which is co-op, the deck is very much stacked against you. But with a bit of preparation and clever decision-making, you can make most things work.
0: Yeah, you can overcome... You're probably going to come out messed up. Aye. But... Much you... like you would if you did face Cthulhu. Yeah. But...
1: That there's enough leeway for the players to to skillfully work their way mm-hmm. through. I think that doesn't happen in Kingdom Death. So so
0: Fallout so far has been a bit more forgiving.
1: Well, I've I again I've not really examined the events and things like that, but, mm. but certainly like in Kingdom Death, you're fighting against one horrendous demonic monstrosity mm-hmm. that can kill you and you know, with uh a... it's backhand. Yeah. Whereas in this it's um like if you're playing against super mutants, mm. they are big, dumb mutants. Mm. So there's a degree of predictability to what they're gonna do. Yeah. So it's like, well, if we stand back a bit and just shoot these guys will they try to run at us to hit us with planks of wood? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but occasionally you'll get a mutant that's a bit smarter, right? And that mutant will be playing the objective while his idiot pals are all just running around trying to smash people. All oh, right. Oh. So there's a bit more nuance to it already, mm-hmm. and that's just how one set of enemies will behave. So if you're against human enemies, they're going to be a bit smarter. Yeah. They're going to be using the cover a bit more and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And then um, the objectives aren't always. Kill the thing that's in front of you. Yeah, which is nice, right? Yeah. Sometimes you're just like go to the diner and hack the terminal.
0: Yeah.
1: And it just so happens that the super mutants are there. Yeah. So it's you could do a for example, you could have a couple of guys in power armor Mm -hmm. keep the super mutants busy, or you send a guy in to hack the terminal behind them. So. O- already I'm seeing a lot more depth and um, I'm really excited to throw in the events and uh, the, the settlement rules about.
0: what are the miniatures themselves like they're really nice
1: yeah yeah they're 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 based on the the sculpts from the game
0: which is really cool yeah. right and I, I, I suppose we can do that now with technology you just yeah. get the the in-game graphics yeah. and just go right 3d print that yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, That's
1: our old they're not quite um, I I don't think you can really compare anything to like the games workshop standard.
0: No. Um, um GWD like I keep saying it but it's true. Yeah. They make the best miniatures out there. Yeah. Fight me. <laughs> Fight me if I'm, if you think I'm wrong. Right. Yeah. There's a show in there somewhere. Yeah. Right? <laughs>
1: um but the, the the you don't have the degree of customization but that's fine. Mm. Because you've got all of this campaign stuff to play through, and you you could like convert your models a bit if you want. I've seen some people do that already. Yeah. But I'm I'm actually quite excited for this game, and I'm looking forward to jumping into it and just seeing what sort of story emerges from. Ah, oh, good stuff. Yeah. We need to talk
0: about dice summoners. Yeah. We were playing dice summoners earlier this evening as well. Yeah. Um, so this is um, it's, it's decking awesome games decking awesome, and we had a crack at it at Tabletop Scotland, and they were very kind enough to uh, give us a copy to take home, yeah, and have a
1: shot with. Because we weren't able to play through a, a full game at Tabletop Scotland, mm-hmm. but um, we have now. Yes. So what are our thoughts? There, there's some, there's some interesting mechanics there. Um, like you said earlier, who doesn't love rolling dice?
0: Yeah, it's very satisfying. Yeah. Um, just getting a big double fist full of dice and yeah. letting them all go. So basically, what you're doing in uh, Dice Summoners is it's, it's a, co- a dice combat game, effectively. Mm-hmm. But you're using the dice to buy new resources, uh, as well as yeah, like dealing damage, cash and,
1: spells, and stuff like yeah,
0: that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, these are all represented by individual cards as well. Yeah. So. Uh, fits into quite a neat compact box uh and yeah there's something very satisfying about the whole the uh, the way it plays where you, you're building up your force right you start with like three basic guys but then you know over time you'll uh you'll change them into better guys and you,
1: you say basic it's like an ankylosaurus a succubus and a griffin so it's... yeah
0: that's an awesome sitcom to me yeah <laughs> I I got that's my go to joke or one of my go to jokes and I'm sorry. All right. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's okay. We forgive you. Have I done that joke on podcast actually?
1: No, you've not, but um
0: But now know, now you... now this is just everyone go, everyone's gonna know that it's 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 like when someone says something remotely silly, I'll go such and such that's the name of my new band. Like Yeah, it's the yeah. same
1: like the I think we sh- we should do like a like a bingo chart.
0: Well, the Josh's crap patter, <laughs>
1: Josh. <laughs> Josh's shanter bingo, yeah, oh.
0: <laughs> Welsh accents on there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to have to do that at some no.
1: point. But next live show, no. we're going to do that. We're going to hand them out. It. Oh. Yeah, right. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> so you're kind of despairing but laughing at the same
0: time. I am. Back to the task at hand, yeah. though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you start off with like some random dinosaur, um, a succubus, and a griffin. Yeah. Uh, so maybe not basic dudes, but in the context of this, they turn <laughs> into things like angels, triceratops, and uh, I'm gonna pronounce it wrong again, Cerberus.
1: Yeah.
0: There, you go. there we go. Yay! Not yeah. not Cerebus. No, that's yeah. that's that's different. Yeah. Um. Uh, um. So that's a really satisfying feeling. Getting more dice, chucking big loads of dice uh, out. Uh, that that that's all great. Um, now we've only played with the basic version of the game as yeah. well. So um, the expansion cards could well add, uh, you know, a lot of complexity and depth to it. But with the basic game it just feels like the only way to win is just get better dudes and do more damage. Yeah. Would you do you think that's fair?
1: Yeah, and I I do quite like the sense of progression where you you start out with the like the succubus and then you can end up summoning um was it mm-hmm. like Baphomet was one of them. <laughs> and he comes in and he does like seven damage yeah. a pop, which is you know, so there There is this feeling of like you gaining power mm. um but the um what what I found was that the symbols that you're rolling in the latter half of the game almost feel irrelevant because you're rolling that many dice you're rolling so many dice, and the the chances of the wild cards coming up Mm-mm. are so much higher. Because you got one wild card on a blue dice, which is like the sort of lower level ones, and you've got two wild cards on a red. Yeah. And by by the time that the the game finished, we had like more or less four of each type of die. So it is it, it almost the the selection of symbols that we had by the end of the game almost meant that. There wasn't really any decisions to make.
0: We could do whatever we wanted. Yeah, so yeah. I'm
1: gonna make my big guys attack you, and then I'll shore up my defense a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, so I feel, I feel like that the game could benefit from having the, the number of. Uh, times the wild cards. Yeah, some appears. of the
0: probabilities
1: changed. Yeah. basically.
0: And uh, to be fair on the decking awesome team, I don't know what their play testing yeah uh, process was like. So maybe that's something they did try. Yeah, uh, and it didn't work for whatever reason
1: yeah but, and as you know the the games and Kickstarter so like the basic concepts are locked in and the the, the basic concepts are good I think
0: I, think I yeah it, it's it's satisfying and I think it's a good solid idea to build on yeah uh so it'll be interesting to watch how that yeah. develops and uh what decking awesome do with it so going
1: the forward m- mechanic wise before we move on to the artwork I think the other thing that that I will say is that I, I find the way that defense works a bit odd mm. Because essentially, what you do with defense is you're just expanding your health pool.
0: Yeah, we, we again we don't know if they've tried it, but we thought maybe having your defense value go away when it comes back to your turn. Yeah. And then so then you have to make a decision, right? Do I attack or do I defend for a turn? And then. You to know. me,
1: to me that that feels as though it'd be more intuitive and would be easier to keep track of as well because. Yeah it would remove the, the need for the, the counters mm-hmm. and all you would do is you would just plonk the dice on the defence
0: yeah.
1: values that you're um, activating for that mm-hmm. so we've not tried it like that but to me that that seems as though that would be a little bit more intuitive to yeah. do that Yeah. Um, and the art the art's quite strange yeah um I don't.
0: It's different. Like I like, and I like that they're trying to do something a little bit different. But if they've got like um, a mix mash of like different mythologies in there, which
1: to be fair, like D and D does that, right? Yeah. So it, it it's not, it's not as if that's totally alien, but at the same time, it's a bit weird that like you have a succubus alongside an ankylosaurus.
0: I don't know, that's um, Succubus riding an Ankylosaurus <laughs> as, as like some sort of cavalry.
1: Yeah, but then at the same time, the ridiculousness of it, I think, is maybe part of the appeal, right? Like yeah. You, like you were saying about a Succubus <laughs> riding a, an Ankylosaur. I don't know. I, I I feel like the quality of the art could have been a bit better.
0: Right. I don't, art, but... I, I, do, I don't know who did the art
1: I don't know who did the art I mean it it looks okay but at the same time it, it, it feels a bit like something that you would see on DeviantArt and that, that's not in any way to be derogatory towards people that put their stuff in DeviantArt there's some amazing mm-hmm. stuff on there but to me it looked a little bit amateurish
0: yeah but the, the thing is right um, this is something that can be improved on
1: yeah because right. the it's it's on kickstarter and I know a lot of people have said that on kickstarter it's more or less a finished product you need and, and that's that's true to an extent but there there are also so many games that adjust throughout the campaign based on feedback that they get yeah and that was something that happened with song of ice and fire yeah that's true there are a true. lot of rules and things that that were completely changed based on feedback mm-hmm. From the backers during the campaign.
0: So that I, I think that's our thoughts on Dice Summoners. Unless it, was there anything else you wanted to? No, throw I, in I there? think
1: that's you know that there, there's some there's some solid concepts there. It, it feels as though it needs a bit more tuning.
0: Things to improve on, but overall like a good solid core. Yeah, a good
1: yeah. and I th- I think for a a, a small uh, company just starting out like Decking Awesome Games, it's a good shout. Yeah, it's it's nothing too out there. It, there's a lot of familiar concepts there that have been combined into something that will feel familiar mm-hmm. but it, it's still a little bit different um and I, I i do feel as though the way defense works means that the game takes a little bit too long
0: that's fair i, I no i agree with that as well yeah. so but um yeah what have i been doing gaming wise then um I, I, I may have slipped into a new addiction uh, it's it's similar to cardboard crack subtly different well not even subtly different it's very different for a card game Age of Sigmar Champions which we've spoken about uh, previously yeah uh, I downloaded the digital app when it got out when it got into open beta yeah. and I've just been hammering away at that non-stop it's so fun um, I, I, and it's weird, right? Because I remember uh, people who, who, who listen to the show often will probably remember when we we talked about it when we got the the card version of it, yeah. right? And I I was it wasn't quite clicking with me for whatever reason, but I think that's because I was coming in with the expectation of, like most other trading card games, this is going to be very similar to Magic the Gathering the the skills and ways of analysing board states uh, are going to be exactly the same and they are just not mm-hmm. uh, the way that the the four lanes work the fact that you don't get to draw a card for uh, each turn for, for nothing um, it makes the resource management so different to how it is in Magic or Pokemon or whatever Yeah, um, and I think once a once I've, now I've started to get my head around it, it's now become this big puzzle, and I'm like, right, I'm solving this, right? <laughs> I need to find, uh, I need to find the best, uh, the best way of doing this game. So I'm, I'm just loving sinking my teeth into it.
1: It's quite interesting, like you, you saying that it, it took you a bit more time to, mm. to get to grips with it because. I feel like this kind of shows how differently our brains work because you you're um you're really good at micromanaging yeah. and administrating and all that sort of thing and analyzing numbers whereas I I understand area control
0: like area control and physical space yeah, yeah actual physical space yeah, which is sort of that
1: interspatial
0: much which is something that you have to consider yeah. in this game which I don't off the top of my head I can't think of another trading card game that does that right yeah. so
1: well I don't I don't think even lightseekers has that yeah. because it, does, it doesn't have lanes divided up like that yeah. anyway I mean the the you got gwent gwent uses yeah, gwent this uses this is, lanes. The, this is uh,
0: the digital witcher based yeah. card game isn't gwent, it
1: gwent's a really good game Mm-hmm. Um, and it also uses the the lane control, um, in some quite interesting ways. Mm-hmm. Um, like I think I, I showed you, I've got a wild hunt deck, right? Yeah, where, where I can apply weather effects to one lane, mm-hmm. but I've got stuff that drags other units <laughs> into that lane. So um, that that's quite fun, and and again. It's maybe something that um, that that people that play the more traditional style of trading card games wouldn't immediately mm-hmm. take to because it's got that extra tactical layer to it. Um, but it's that th- both of those games are designed to emulate battlefields.
0: Yeah, exactly, and that's that's neat because it does um, it does evoke the idea of oh we've got our central bit here and then we've got our flanks. Which is a neat little thing.
1: I think I think Elder Scrolls Legends uses lanes as well, actually. Ah
0: right. There's another digital
1: Yeah. So there's a few there's a few of them out there that do it. Yeah. But I think um, I don't think any of them have been quite as big as Age of Sigmar champions. Yeah. It's uh, certainly
0: for for a new trading card game, it's got off as pretty well as you can. Yeah. Um so
1: hopefully Hopefully it continues. Yeah, I've been. Uh, I was. The other thing that's quite interesting was that you started off quite lukewarm to it, mm. and I've kind of like. Oh.
0: You you've dulled a bit. Well, we we, I I've got obviously I've got it installed on my phone as yeah. well, my tab as as well as my tablet. So one of the first things we did this evening when I came over was actually have a game of it. Yeah. Um. Did that rekindle a bit of the interest for you?
1: A bit. Yeah. I mean. You 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 use the net deck.
0: I didn't use a net deck, right? Yeah. I right. Okay, so uh, uh, hands up. All right, I played against an opponent who had the same champions that I'm using, and is broadly speaking using the same strategy that's not a net deck i'm just copying someone else
1: (laughs) no that i mean you're you're going to see like similar combinations of champions yeah um uh, in all seriousness though there was a there was a time like before the 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 beta went open or or rather before the the game went Mm. live properly where i was playing against pretty much the same destruction deck over and, and over, over. Yeah. and that really had me scunnered of the game because it, destruction are still a little bit I don't know if overpowered's the right word but it seems
0: overplayed as though, maybe
1: they're overplayed and it feels as though it is easier to stumble to a win yeah. with destruction because I think a lot of their synergies and things are a, a bit more obvious Mm-hmm. And the they they do get some mental, extra uh, action.
0: Oh yeah, uh, that well that's that's their shtick, isn't it? That's yeah. the thing that that faction does really well. Yeah, was like death is super grindy, yeah. and like makes you discard everything. Yeah, and beats you over the head with card advantage. Yeah. which is what I did earlier. I won. I won our game earlier. We didn't mention that, but I won it.
1: It's also, I think, what like the second game you've won again. Shut up, Ben! (laughs) Shut up! Shut up! (laughs) No, you you, you did win. You did. Yeah. Um. But and then, like, to finish off what you're saying, um, chaos is about um, sacrificing to Mm -hmm. gain more power. Yeah. And then um, orders. Uh, it's all about board control mm-hmm. so you, you they're already considering there's only one set out there you, you you're seeing some quite um interesting different playstyles. diverse
0: play styles within the same factions as well because i've seen some like super aggressive death decks as well
1: and and, and likewise like you, you get some quite aggressive order mm-hmm. decks but then you get some that are very defensive yeah,
0: so it's interesting. It's interesting to see now that we, now that the app is out, uh, you can download it off Google Play or iTunes, uh, or the iStore Like, um, it it's going to be interesting to see how a Meta develops, and you know, if if one faction comes out being better than the rest, I I kind of got a gut feeling it's going to be more or less equal. Maybe maybe Destruction is a bit.
1: I think Destruction has the edge at mm. the moment. And then I would probably say Order and then I'm not sure who comes out on top of mm. Chaos and Death. But then there's certain builds within each faction. Yeah, there.
0: that are gonna be really good.
1: Yeah, like with with Death, the, the Mordant deck mm-hmm. is is quite a powerful one, all all joking aside. It <laughs> it it works quite well. Yeah. Right? Um, I just
0: need to get some of the Last some la- last few cards yeah. to actually make it well, I mean, yeah, really good.
1: I've got a big fat pile of of cards on the desk here waiting to get sorted. I've got loads of cards, mm. loads of spares, and I still don't have all the cards that I want for for my deck. It's part of the struggle of a yeah. uh, trading card game. <laughs> Aye, well,
0: and on on that on that note, we need to talk about dice summoners. Ah. Uh, so I think that's all we've got time for now. Yes. Have, have we forgotten to talk about anything? Probably. Yeah. We'll get told off. Yeah. By Charlotte and, and, that's and fine. flogged. <laughs> um, but anyway, guys, thank you very much. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, we've been on Lucky Frog gaming. Uh, jo-
1: Josh is laughing because he's nervous for his flogging.
0: I don't want to be flogged. Don't. No. Please, Ben. Please. No.
1: I'm scared too. (laughs) Bye. Hi everyone, it's Charlotte from the Unlucky Frog Gaming Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Now be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter. All you need to do is search Unlucky Frog Gaming. You can also show your support for the Unlucky Frog through Patreon. To find out more information, check out our website,
0: www.unluckyfrog.com. Thanks, bye.